For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcasts. Podcast. We're talking about itty bitty podcast. Podcast. Very many Monday chunkies. I'm Carter. I am a very confused boy doge. And I'm Jordan, who up until the moment I opened my mouth was planning on doing Bob Dylan, but panicked and went with uh, just sort of general <laughs> country music. The usual the usual backup plan to yeah, Bob Dylan. That was like a that was like not Bob Dylan, but perhaps Donnie Parton. <laughs> yeah. Donnie Parton. Well, I have exciting news for the two of you. I, I'm always muted at this point because we found out on Zoom calls we're just a little bit laggy so it's hard for us to harmonize and sing something at the same time this was the worst i've ever done okay, um, <laughs> okay. i think any, anyone anyone one i don't think a single note harmonized so it was like it was a bad key anyway so just two different versions uh <laughs> of singing through this kind of thing uh speaking of two different versions uh we're deep into our nolan series it's true and uh one of the main themes of nolan has been kind of mind bending scripts, mind-bending stories. And so I just so happened when I was looking for if there was even any news in the movie world right now, there is a poll right now on Rotten Tomatoes that I think you could go and contribute in, but it's it's which director has more mind-bending films. Would you have oh, any idea who they might put up against Christopher Nolan? Probably Fincher. Uh, Fincher, actually. M. Night is, mm. it would have been good, I think, Doge, but maybe because he's lost a lot of steam and hasn't yeah. been consistently mind bendy. He's yeah. been air bendy, but <laughs> oh, um, yikes. I remember the seeing that movie in theaters. How disappointing. And yeah. I'm actually, yeah, I'm watching the cartoon for the first time. So am I. And it's infinitely better, um, which I'm not surprised. Anything could have been. But uh, I voted and I voted Nolan against Fincher. Fincher has, you know, uh, the Fight Clubs, Sevens. Um, he's got, and then he does uh, different things. What's the social network doesn't really count as like a mind bending type thing, but he did. Gone that. Girl gets a little crazy, and then I can't remember the name. He's got a movie with Michael Douglas and um, Sean Penn, I think. Yeah, he just feels a little more plot twisty than mind bendy. Would you say there's a difference there? Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think so, so because he it's a it's a surprise twist or turn, not a plot itself that's confusing or yeah, the game. When I voted for, uh, yes, when I voted for Nolan, I was one of the 74% of people that voted for Nolan. Yeah, yeah. I would have also voted Nolan. So there there wasn't too much of a of I a do love David there. Fincher, though. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Fincher fan, but I just don't know if he's, if you're going to put him in that category. No, I don't think it's so. It's not even really what he does. It kind of felt a little bit out of place. I wanted to talk really quick. Uh, first, I wanted to ask y'all, it's been a while, but we're just streaming. <laughs> what are you, we're just streaming. We uh, are we are watching The Outsider on HBO. Nice, very much love, very much intense. And then we are also watching New Girl. Uh, and I have obviously seen it before um, multiple times, but I have also read that 
During times of high anxiety and high stress, folks are more likely to gravitate toward media they've already consumed before because it gives them a sense of comfort. When things are unpredictable, at least our lunchtime show is predictable. Yes. I feel that. I would say. It's like a familiar friend. Someone who would be willing to listen. And I don't know if you guys have heard about uh, anything going on, but it's kind of an unpredictable time. I haven't heard. It's Yeah, it's tough to predict. It's tough to predict. Um, I'm streaming Avatar, like I said, Last Airbender. This is the most I've had. I've got a lot of uh, toes in the water on a lot of things right now. I started Anything watching the, the sand. No, no, none of the sand. I was just none about sand. to say that. <laughs> uh, I'm watching The Boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, Ooh. is it good? It's very good. Okay, that's fine. Um, it's very good. Did you uh, finish Watchmen? I didn't because they took it away from Hulu and I don't have oh, HBO. Oh, man. So mm. I'm trying to figure out what to do with that. Uh, you got to move some of that subscription budget around. <laughs> uh, I'm also watching uh, The Floor is Lava. Oh, yeah. fun. Uh, we've got that realm there. Uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta were on that as well. Uh, and Titan Games, because I need to go ahead and make sure I've seen everything that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has produced. Yeah, uh, Did enough, y'all ever yeah. watch American Gladiators? Yeah. I have seen oh, episodes yeah. of it. My friends. I like I the old th- one and the reboot. Right, same. Titan Games is better. Oh, wow. And it is a very similar concept. So I I recommend it highly. Titan Games right now is streaming on Hulu. Season two is on Hulu. Uh, And so it's it's super cool. So I would give that a watch. Um, Jordan, what are you you on? So we've been pretty busy. So we've really only got one real thing on the docket. Um, We're playing through uh, Horizon Zero Dawn for Callie's first time. So that's fun. But um, we are watching so it's it's i want to be clear before i say it it's s-c-h-i-t-t it's schitt's creek on netflix oh, it's amazing though dude it's so good it's uh, so good and I, y'all I haven't watched it no and i've oh, heard it only people gets better talk about it you know like yeah. I, i've heard people say things about it but um i hadn't really heard anything specific about it but man right. f- as far as sitcoms go it might be one of the most character driven sitcoms i've ever seen it's got a lot of heart it really it does really does it's we're next in season... on the docket for us after we finish new girl oh yeah. i'm so excited for y'all it's in, so good we're in the beginning of season five right now so we've oh, got like yes. a season and a half left to go like absolutely adoring all of these characters yes it's it's interesting right because um I'm not used to, I think it's probably been since Arrested Development that I have watched an entire season of a show where the payoff of knowing the characters still doesn't happen in the first season. Like, yeah, I didn't like any, I liked the show, but I didn't like anyone in the first season. Right. And I just because they're pretty yeah. (laughs) since Arrest Development, where they felt like they they felt confident enough in their show to take the time to make me like someone rather than immediately redeeming anybody. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so interesting. That kind of character growth is always appreciated for me, and it can be kind of any genre. Like I think of that with Breaking Bad, and part of why I liked Breaking Bad so much is we went from you know, Walter White to Heisenberg. And we just completely see this guy change. Well, people don't even know what that is. Was it a blimp? Um, (laughs) But (laughs) a dirigible, Uh, technically. It's a dirigible. Uh, So we've been talking about, I I don't know if you're joking, but that's the Hindenburg. 
I know that. <laughs> the balloon was the Hindenburg. Heisenberg was a scientist. No, Correct. Heisenberg was the guy that found the Correct. theory of relativity. No, I promise I'm joking this time. the guy that played time. Lex Luthor. <laughs> listen, we know if I've, I've been honest before when I'm not joking. Just listen to our prestige episode. Shout out uh, the deceased. But <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> That's well, going to be on my tombstone. I want that to be my epitaph. Shout, Shout out, out the, the deceased. deceased. The deceased. <laughs> uh, outside of just streaming shows, streaming new movies is a thing. Like that is something that is happening more. A lot of production companies are just saying, let's, you know, let's just punt and just put this on a streaming mm-hmm. platform. We've spent a lot of time putting this together. And so I just wanted to go through a lot of these I haven't seen yet because some of them you do have to rent. Granted, that is going to be cheaper than actually going to the theaters, which I, I'm pretty sure everyone on this podcast misses doing. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of you listening miss that as well. Uh, in terms of what theaters are doing, though, and I'll, I'll jump into that before I give you some of the movies that you can stream from home. Uh, Alamo Drafthouse, we're big fans on Two Chunks. I think that's probably the, that is the only theater I really want to go to unless someone yep. has invited me to another, you know, like if paying I'm, for my ticket. Yeah. or If I'm paying for a ticket, it's to Alamo. It yep. is to Alamo. Yeah. And so... Uh, Alamo Drafthouse has recently come up with what their phase is going to be. And I think towards the end of this month, which things have changed since that came out, but here's an idea of maybe what to expect from other theaters. With Alamo Drafthouse, uh, a lot of the the charm of that is that you can actually have uh, food there, like ordering food, like meals. Uh, what you would do now for Alamo Drafthouse is you order that ahead of time. There's actually no ordering the food while you're there. So it's something that you're going to pay for with your ticket to have oh, people come out and have that prepared. All of the staff wears masks. And if you are not eating, you are wearing a mask. Um, and so at Alamo Drafthouse, there is a way, and, and a lot of these uh, movie theaters have this now, to be able to alert the staff if somebody is, is uh, disturbing your watching experience, whether they're talking too much uh, or, I don't know, anything else along those lines. Um, for me, it would be, uh, this person smacking really loud, which I've never (laughs) written on. I've thought of doing that before, but these are, they're humans and they eat, they have to eat. And so I just have to get over it. I always feel very unlucky with that because I hate it so much. Um, but you can actually raise a card at Alamo and say, Hey, uh, someone's disturbing me. And you can do that for if someone's not wearing a mask and you feel like they should be. Um, it is at least, uh, there will always be at least two seats between each person. Um, which is really interesting. And then the entire theater is sprayed down uh, with a sanitizer between movies Hmm. and uh, the staff's temperature is taken every day. So things like that, which are a lot, but maybe that's what reopening is going to look like. But even then now it's like, is that worth the experience? I'll I'll ask that to y'all. Is that worth the experience of going to theater if that's what it's going to look like for you? Uh, for this boy, I will not be going to a theater for a very long time. I think even right. if even if they get on the TV and say, hey, you specifically, Doge, you can go to a theater. It's safe now. I will say, I don't think I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, not to get too deep into the weeds on this whole thing, but I just I have grown to the point where there is simply no uh, voice of authority on this situation that I trust in any way. And so like, right. Even if I trust Alamo's judgment, whoever they're getting their information from, I likely don't. And yep. so, you yep. know, I just, I just, they, they can do, and I'm glad they're going to do all this stuff. And I think <clears> that's great. And I think it probably leans towards the safer side, but um, yeah, I don't know. The mask wouldn't bother me to sit. I mean, you're just sitting still no. watching a movie. The mask wouldn't bother me. All the rules are great. And I think that once this thing actually lets up for real, you know, it would be a good idea to, 
um, keep that around for a little while at movie yeah. theaters. But for right now, you're going to be hard pressed to get me into a movie theater. Yeah. And I think the the conversation would probably be different if we weren't three Texas boys living in a state that has just just really beefed it. Just cheesy gordita crunch, Taco Bell, nasty dog meat beefed yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, that was it, such a long... I'm going to call it a fumble. I'm going to call it a, a a real, to use a sports terminology, uh, brick. You know what I mean? A bumble. Yep. Yep, that's where it started. The brick was started in the sports world. Um, <laughs> so on streaming movies, why don't we go ahead and do a little yes or pass here? Uh, I think there's a lot of these streaming movies that I don't think any of us have seen, and I want to hear y'all's interest on that because this is the new theater. So these are these are movies that would have gone to theaters but are on a streaming platform now. Um, and and uh, to the side, I'll go ahead and say Hamilton is 99% certified on Rotten Tomatoes, which oh, yeah. in itself doesn't feel completely fair because it was already highly esteemed. Like, And it, it yeah. doesn't veer too far from what they're just doing on Broadway. So that's interesting. I, I wonder if that's ever going to be, will something like that ever be considered for any kind of Oscar? Like, I don't know. That, that That's another conversation. Yeah. Uh, but a movie that was supposed to be in theaters... Uh, a big Tom Hanks war film, and he's had good ones before. Yeah. Uh, Greyhound. Um, right now, we've got an audience score of 91% on Rotten on Tomatoes and Apple TV Plus, right? Apple, Apple TV Plus and a 77% uh, from critics. So the characters aren't as robust as its action sequences, but this fast paced World War II thriller benefits from its efficiency uh, or efficiently economic approach. Uh, is that a yes or pass for you guys? It's going to be a pass for me. That's probably a yes for me. I have a free year of Apple TV Plus because I bought a new iPad with some nice. birthday money not too long ago. And there, I literally have watched nothing on Apple TV Plus. Nice. So yeah. I might want to break in that new service with the Tom Hanks movie. He seemed uh, in the interviews about this when they announced it was coming to Apple TV Plus, he seemed super bummed. I think this has been a passion project of his that he's worked on for a while. Well, he's, you know, you think about everything that he did for Saving Private Ryan and then producing. Yeah a band of brothers and stuff like that. He's, he is very invested in that genre historically. So it's a pass from me as well. And that's just because I can't find my Apple ID password. (laughs) Um, Eurovision song contest on Netflix. (laughs) I've never passed on something harder than this. I watched, I was like, Oh, I watched the trailer for this. And I got like 30 seconds in the trailer and was like, ah, this is not for me. Yeah. Well, it's not completely rotten. I mean, it's 63% from critics and 80% from the audience. So it could be a a fun time uh, if you want to see a little Will Ferrell and and Rachel McAdams, Uh, Pierce Brosnan too, Demi Lovato. Um, It's a pass from me. (laughs) I'm not going to seek it out. I can see a movie like this sneaking in to my interests in the right situation. But if I'm making the decision right now, it's a pass. Um, There's a movie called The Outpost. uh, And The Outpost, I'll give you a really, it says, uh, it's a tribute to military heroes, but it's got like, um, it's on voodoo. So this would be something you'd have to pay for uh, to rent or buy the movie. But it's Scott Eastwood, Orlando Bloom, um, and then a handful of guys that are just your cookie cutter action type film. But I even bring this up because it's a certified fresh with 91% from critics and 85% from the audience. Um, I'm not sure if y'all had heard about it before I had mentioned no. it on this podcast, but is it a yes or pass? It's a pass. Uh, it's a it's a pass just because I don't... This is the first that I'm ever coming into contact yep. with it. Yep. Uh, here's one that I'm interested in and will be my first pa- uh, yes on this segment, but The Old Guard. 
Um, oh, yes. Yes. Uh, it says the old guard is occasionally restricted by genre conventions, but director G- Gina Bryce Brythewood uh, brings a sophisticated vision to the superhero genre. Some knockout action sequence- sequences led by Charlize Theron. Charlize kicks butt yep. in action movies. Uh, 77% critics, 80% audience again. Um, I'm down for this. It, it seems yes like it's one of those that is kind of like this pretty vague idea, but I love that. You know, we're talking through Chris Nolan movies on how vague some of these introductions are via trailer and media junkets and stuff. And that's well, intentional. For example, we have no idea what Tenet's about. Right. I watched yeah. every trailer and I have no idea what it's about. Exactly. No idea. Um, but I, it, this is a yes for me. Did, did I get yeses from both of y'all on this? Yeah, it's a yes for me. It's, it's a, so I, I was right. I couldn't remember if this was the movie. It is. This one has. So I'm just pretty much always down for any extra Chiwetel EGO4 that I can get. Yep. And yeah. uh, he's in this one. So I'm about it. Um, and then lastly, on Disney Plus, Artemis Fowl. Pass. pass. Whoa, big pass. I loved, I loved those books as a kid. I uh, devoured those books as a kid. And uh, there's been a rumored Artemis Fowl movie in the works, I think, since we were in early high school, Doge. Yeah, I was so about to say, it's like it's been early a 2000s, probably. Yeah. Um, and... The, I watched about 30 seconds of the trailer before I was like, I don't think this is what I read as a kid. I don't really remember, but I'm I'm not interested in this. From at what all. I so understand, purists uh, will not be a fan of this yeah. movie. <laughs> the critics' consensus was a would-be franchise starter that will anger fans of the source material and leave newcomers befuddled. That Frustratingly classic, flightless. So nine percent Percy Jackson, yeah, Aragon type of vibe. That's that yep. sort of uh, those are the uprights you really want to split. Alienate fans and uh, confuse newcomers. That's sort of exactly where you want to land as a movie. Yep. <laughs> the people uh, already on your side hate you, and the people that weren't on your side just walk away. You didn't mention this movie in this segment, but I want to get thoughts from you guys on Scoob. Is that going to be a yes or pass from you? I think it's going to be a yes from me in the same way that if I'm driving somewhere and my wife in the passenger seat is like, oh my gosh, look, there's a terrible wreck over there. I will yeah. slow down to look at the wreck. Yeah. I'll try not to slow down because I hate when that happens and I finally get there and I'm like, wait, this is why it was going to so so. But I keep hearing on how strange and awful and twisty that movie is. I think I would watch it. I think I'm going to watch it because a an animated Scooby-Doo movie feels like the easiest movie to make. Like, mm-hmm. how on earth did you mess it up? But I can't wait to see how they messed it up. Like, I'm hearing rumors that Satan is in it. What? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And Simon yeah. Cowell. Yeah. What's the That's, difference? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, so I have this thing where I, I always like to say like, I'm incapable of getting <coughs> bored. Like during this time of quarantine and COVID and all this stuff is just, I'm not bored. Cause I constantly have, I always have some show movie game book, something on the docket that I want to do next. And so if I run out of things, it's like on to the next thing. Let's keep going. Yep. Yep. I never get bored. It is for that reason that I'm going to pass on Scoob simply because I just don't have enough of a lack of things I actually care about to go <laughs> what about watch like October. This movie? It's October, November. You haven't seen the sun in eight months. Is Scoob on your TV at that point? No, I, don't, I really don't think so. Will you ever sink low enough to consume Scoob? Yeah, I think so. Which yeah. I think is the question they pose to the gang in the sequel when they at get least stranded the, on an that's island. What Sa- that's what Satan says. <laughs> that's the deal they make it's like it's it's a real devil went down to georgia situation but instead of uh, a fiddle it's eating a dog 
Uh, there's absolutely no way to transition, and I have been thinking and uh, observing with a very intent eye, and don't know how to get us there. But hey, let's play a Star Was Born. Okay. Yeah. It's been a while since we've played a Star Was Born. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just there's not as many interesting people born in the summer. I don't know why that is. I've heard that. Uh, but today we've got we've got some bangers. And so I've got three actors for you. The way that this game Nine works. Nine months ago, we had some bangers, too. Nah. <laughs> um, all of the, yes, all of these stars are turning nine months old today. Um, no, 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 not nine months old. They were just born today. I don't know how that works. How does birth work? Um, the way that this works is that's in these Scoob actors. Also. I'm going to give a subplot. <laughs> so the way that this game works is I'm going to give the guys uh, how old this person is going to be today. And then how many cre- acting credits they have. They get to take three random shots at these acting credits uh, and try and guess who this person is from the movies or TV shows that they were involved in. Y'all ready? Yep. First up, this actor uh, is going to be turning 80 years old today. He has 154 credits. Oh, my goodness. That's over one a year. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. It's almost <laughs> two a year. <laughs> Born born July 13th, 1940. 184? 154. 154. You want to do like number 150? Yeah. Number 150? Mm-hmm. So uh, the higher the number, the more recent the credit. So number 150 is Charlie's Angels, 2019 film. You want to do like number 100? It's a lot of I, movies we're missing. Well, if we do 100, I think at this rate, that would be like fall 2017, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Let's do 100. It's actually not fall 2017. It is X-Men The Last Stand. Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen, I think. Yeah, it's got to be one of those two. I think Ian McKellen is over 80, but maybe he is today 80. Hmm. Let's go... I think it's probably Patrick Stewart. You want to try and go 116? Yeah. That feels good to me. 116. Nomeo and Juliet. This is Patrick Stewart. Ian McKellen, I think. Oh, wait. Is it Patrick Stewart? Wait, really? Is I'm he pretty sure that? Ian McKellen's in that. Do you think Ian McKellen is in Charlie's Angels or Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart feels more like a Charlie's Angels boy than Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen was remember, in Cats. Right, but we talked about how that was his last, like maybe his last role. That's unfortunate. Yeah, but that was after Charlie's Angels. I guess it was. Who do we think it is? Which which old boy do we think it is? I think it's Ian McKellen. I think he was in Nomeo okay. and Juliet, but I'm just Let's pulling that out of nothing. I think it's Patrick Stewart because I think he was in Nomeo and Juliet. Talk about like the coin flip of all coin flips. Yeah, for real. <clears throat> what are we guessing, guys? What's do you the want to flip guess? a coin? Let's flip a coin. Okay. Heads is Patrick Stewart. Tails is Ian McKellen. Do you have a coin? Yeah. Oh, brag. <laughs> Silver Spoon. What'd you say heads was? Patrick Stewart. <clears throat> okay, it's Patrick Stewart. Okay, let's try it. Happy birthday today. Happy 80th birthday, born in Mirfield, Yorkshire, England, which still it's a coin flip, isn't it? In the UK, Patrick Stewart. Oh, nice. Patrick Stewart. Uh, would have been a gimme if we had landed on one of them Star Treks, eh? Yeah. If y'all had said 154, his most recent, it is Picard. Star Trek Picard. So, Oh, interesting. That would have done it. So let's move on to our next actor that was born on this day. He will be turning. He was born in 1969, July 13th, 1969. That means he will be turning 51 today. Acting credits, 112. That's Jeez, over one man. a year. Uh, actually, 
we're going to take out his post-production. Right now, Patrick Stewart didn't have any post-production, so we went with all 154. This actor currently has eight projects in post-production. Um, so that would move him down to 140, or 104 credits that we'll choose from. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want to do like number 100? Yeah. Uh, we're going to do TV series on some of these, but number okay. 100 is Celebrity Substitute. Ah, uh, yes. My favorite <laughs> I love show it. or hmm. movie. Okay. We'll go 92. Mm-hmm. Number 92, Wonder Park. You want to do 104, uh-huh. his most recent thing, or her most recent thing? His? Uh-huh. Is this a, a male? Did you say it's a male? Did you say it's a dude? It is a male. It's yes. a fella? Give us a 104. Fella. Scoob. <laughs> is this Will Forte? You think he's 51? Yep, I do. Okay. Is there any chance it's Simon Cowell? Simon Cowell's got to be older than that. You think so? I think he had the butt cheek fat of a 51-year-old put into his cheeks for his surgery, <laughs> oh my but he is definitely older than 51. He would not have that many credits, right? Dude, he's done a ton of stuff. Yeah, I guess they would be TV shows, huh? Yeah. Celebrity substitute? Will Forte feels like enough of a D-tier celebrity that they'd get him for that, but Simon Cowell feels like enough of an A-tier celebrity in their eyes that that would be a big get. Do you want to flip a coin for this one, too? <clears throat> no. Do you want to know the role in Scoob? No. No, because if it's not Simon Cowell, that gives it away. Yeah. No, I don't mm, want to know. That's true. <clears throat> is Will Forte in Scoob? Yeah, he's shaggy. Yeah, Will Forte. Let's do it. Let's do it. Will Forte. Happy 51st birthday. Born in Detroit, Michigan, USA. Ken Jong. Oh. oh. In Scoob, he is Dino Mutt. I love Ken Jong. I do too. So good. So we had Patrick Stewart, Ken Jong, already a pretty loaded day, July 13th, for these births. Uh, let's get to our final birthday. Born today. He is turning, this actor, got another fella. Uh, he is almost as old as Patrick Stewart. This actor was born in 1942, so mm. turning 78 today. Acting credits, 83. That's over one a year. <laughs> Just as over one a year as 154 was. None in production? <clears throat> we'll actually do 82 because he has one that uh, is announced Okay, let's do 82. Yep. The Call of the Wild. This is Harrison Ford. Yeah. I don't even need those other two guesses. That's because it's just him and a dog in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's Harrison Ford. Could be the dog. Could be a 78-year-old dog. It's a CG dog. No. Do it's... you want to do other guesses? Do you want to flex your, your Harrison Ford chops and see if you can find... Sure, sure. <clears throat> what number was that? That was 82. Uh, let's do Nine. 67. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Let's do nine. <laughs> nine? That's going to be like an episode of Gunsmoke or something. Yeah, nine. nine. An episode of the FBI TV series. Nailed it. I was going to say 51. What's 51? 51. The Graham Norton Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how fun. Air, Air Force One. I was aiming for Air Force One. Shut up. Yeah. I was 100%. Anybody can say that after they do a thing, Doge. Yeah, Doge. I was aiming for FBI. Oh. <laughs> so what's the guess here, boyos? So this is Harrison Ford? It's Harrison Ford. Happy birthday, 78th birthday to Michael Horse. I'm kidding. I found a random person. <laughs> I found a random person in Call of the Wild. Um, his name is Michael his last Horse. Name, 
Michael I, Horse. I, 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 I sound like I totally horse. made it up. I, I named my horse. horse in Red Dead Redemption Michael. Oh, no, you didn't. Did you really? I did, 100%. You're I hate, Michael Horse? Yep, it's Michael the Horse. <laughs> I hate uh, that Harrison Ford is allowed to get that old. Do you know what his announced uh, 2022 film is? Is it Indiana Jones 5? Yeah, entitled yeah. Indiana Jones That's Project. Never Harrison happen. Ford. No, thank you. Harrison Ford's funny. He he had a season where he was like, I'm never doing another movie again. Uh, but he came back. Then Disney so, paid him Star Wars money. And they were like, oh, we could pay him a lot of money. Well, let's do it with Blade like, Runner. And he's like, I can make money, this money? <laughs> right. Now I can live forever. Now I can buy more um, single stud gold earrings. Uh, speaking of living forever, to end this episode, I'd love to have your name. And what is one actor that you want to live forever? Um, you know what? Do we want to be specific and say how old they are? Like um, maybe not the actor's current age. Or you could say something like, I want a uh, diehard age Bruce Willis forever. But I, I don't like know. That. It's part of the fun of seeing an actor's career, seeing how they adapt to their age. I don't know. That's up to you guys. You've got your own freedoms there. But I'd love to have your name and what actor you want to live forever. Uh, my name is Carter, and I am choosing Matt McGonaghy. I think it would be great for those, uh, even in the year 3000, to know who this man is and have his contributions. I went to the year 3000. <laughs> Not much has changed, but they live underwater. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm Doge, and uh, whatever age, Michael Caine, it was very sad to see him in a hospital in Interstellar. And I don't want that to be anybody's real life experience. And I don't care how old he is, whether he's a supple young grape or an aged wrinkled raisin. I still love Michael Caine. They also all looked all iterations of Michael Caine kind of looked. I think the he same. was born old. Yeah, yeah. Every every Christmas I watch the Muppets Christmas Carol, and every Christmas I forget that he is uh, Ebenezer Scrooge in a Muppets yep. Christmas Carol, and it, he's amazing. It's very interesting. Um, this one, you guys were both kind of on theme for our current trajectory as a podcast. I am not. I read yesterday a discussion about somebody who I don't think we've ever done a movie with on this podcast, and. I think that's going to have to change at some point soon because I can't stop for the last like 24 hours thinking about how good Brad Pitt is at his job. Mm. And what I was reading was talking about how he is a character actor trapped in a leading man's face. Yeah. Like, Oh, he's so, that's yeah. so good. He's so handsome that he gets all of these like blockbustery roles, but he's so good. And I think he's so much better than most people are uh, seeing. Yeah. As evidenced by what he's been doing. And so yeah. I'm going to keep him forever at his current age because I think he's oh, yeah. in his new prime. He seems well, similar, Oscar winner. similar to Ryan Reynolds in that fact of like... Totally. Very different skill set than his face qualifies totally. him for. Ryan Reynolds, I think, skews for the most part more towards the comedy end of things. Whereas sure. I feel like Brad Pitt is like total Oscar bait, but his face is just so pretty that it's He's hard too to... hot. Yeah. So in that way, I'm better than Brad Pitt. Yeah, because I'm not hot enough to distract anybody from my Oscar worthy <laughs> potential. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.